Welcome to the Fine Arts and God, I'm Dr. Roddy Walkshare. Last program I talked about how the Lord showed me that there will be a great outpouring of God's Spirit in the United States and how America stands on the threshold to visitation from God. Now, many years ago, I heard so much about revival as a child, but I had never seen it. And uh, I prayed about it, like I was told to pray for revival, and uh, we all prayed for revival. But none of us really knew what we were praying for, because we did not understand what revival was all about. My father-in-law, he taught me much about revival. He had seen revival in his ministry, in his church. And... Uh, was through his ministry and my ministry combined that God sent a great revival to Central America and to the nations of that region of the world. We were not the only ones, but we were pioneers. And we also went to South America. And there was a new move of the Spirit that God showed us and that God brought through our lives. Before we had been there and ministered and preached this new wave of God's Spirit, nobody was dancing, nobody was much falling under the power or laughing in the Spirit. or uh, Not that many people were healed, some were healed. A lot of people were being saved, but the move of the ministry of the Holy Spirit had not been released yet. But it was something new that God brought through us as we came there and it was several things that I learned about revival I would like to share today and uh, we're going to make a series on what revival is all about. Uh, so this is the first one in the series of uh, what revival is and what uh, we should know about revival so we can recognize it when it comes. See, the tragic thing is that God is trying to send revival to many countries, but they have an image of revival that is not biblical. They think that it's going to be like it used to be. They're going to think, they think it's going to be like last time God moved in their country, how it was, and that's the way it has to be. If it's not that way, it's not going to be a real revival. But that's not the truth. The truth is that God sends new waves of His Spirit. And although every wave has some of the earlier wave or waves in it, God makes all things new. And unless we can recognize the Spirit of God and what God is doing, many times we miss it. I know my own country, Sweden, for years and years, the Lord has been trying to send revival. And uh, I remember I was so inspired when I experienced it over here in the United States and also in Latin America and I saw the move of the Spirit and I thought for sure people would embrace this. And I came and I preached this message in traditional church, Pentecostal churches, and I was rejected. As a matter of fact, when the Spirit of God started falling and I started speaking under the Spirit, in one church, one elder came up and he literally dragged me off that, <laughs> that platform. He embraced me, locked his arm around me and dragged me off of 
the platform. Why? Because he did not realize that God was moving. He didn't recognize that it was God. All the people were being healed. People started falling under the power of God. But the mo most important thing is Jesus was glorified. One lady had a vision of Jesus and she was healed in her back. Multiple people were touched by the power of God. And this happened in front of his eyes. Although he was a Christian believer that loved God and wanted to serve God and was praying for revival. When God sent his spirit through someone that he had touched with revival with the wave of the spirit of that time he did not recognize it so what did he do he rejected it not consciously but because of lack of knowledge the bible says in hosea 4 6 my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge so what i want to communicate in a few programs i want to communicate knowledge about revival first of all what is revival you cannot have revival unless you once have been visited by God. So if we go to a heathen nation never heard about Jesus or the gospel, they can, we can, God will not send revival. He will send an outpouring of His Spirit. But in nations and in places where God has one, where God has has once been and visited and moved by His Spirit, and they has died out. There is where the revival needs to come. So. What does the Lord do? Well, He sends His Spirit. And I'm talking about my own home country, Sweden. And for years and years, you know, I saw the Spirit of God as a child. I had instincts. I didn't know much, like all the, the leaders and the pastors and the elders and so forth. But I had instincts. And I could see that every time we had a youth camp, for instance, that there were a lot of youth, a lot of the youth were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And we prayed all night and we prophesied and we were so blessed and a lot of youth got saved and it was wonderful. What, what, what was it? It was an outpouring of God's Spirit. It was a, for those that experienced God before, it was a revival. For those that never experienced God, it was an outpouring of His Spirit. And this, we were, came back to the church and we were testifying about this, how wonderful. And we were so on fire and we want to get baptized in water. I remember at the age of uh, nine, actually, age of, uh, yes, nine, the same year I received baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because I was saved when I was eight. And I was baptized of the Holy Spirit on the youth, in a youth camp when I was nine years old. And when I came back to the church, I, wanted, I felt in my heart, I want to get baptized in water. Water, I want to have more of God. I want to experience more of His power. And sure enough, I was baptized in water. But it didn't take long before that fire that God had touched and put on us, all the young people, that it was, not, it was not allowed in the church. It was quieted down. It did not affect the rest of the church. And we dried up. Why? Because they did not understand how to move with the Spirit. So they quenched the Spirit. Although the Bible says, quench not the Spirit. The spies not prophesy and prove all things so fast that which is good. That's First uh, Thessalonians 5, 19, 20, 21. So it's important that we recognize 
the Holy Spirit when he comes and moves and brings revival. And for years now, ever since the Lord sent me my family to the United States, I, it didn't take long before we experienced revival when we came here. We felt that the Lord was with us in Sweden. As a matter of fact, I started preaching when I was yet still in the opera. And the Lord sent me to a specific church and he gave me a specific word and they, op they opened for me. And as they opened for me in a small meeting, immediately the power of God started to move. On the way to the meeting, I saw that the Spirit of the Lord was going to move in a specific way. I saw people with specific conditions being healed by the power of God with certain names and certain conditions. I saw this like in a film. I've never seen that before. First time in my life. So when I came there, I gave this little word, you know, <clears throat> about healing and how the Lord, it was actually this word on uh, the seed and the sower that Jesus taught on. And then I took the word from 1 Corinthians 6.20, for ye have been bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits which are God's. So not just give him your spirit, let him glorify himself in your body as well, through divine healing. And God showed me this events before, by the spirit, revelation gifts. First time it ever happened to me. Do you know what happened? They opened up more. Or the pastor said, oh, we have to have a meeting. We have to have a meeting where more people can come. We have to have a Wednesday night meeting. And before that meeting, the same thing happened. The Lord gave me more revelations. Actually, we scheduled two meetings. One Wednesday night, and I think it was Wednesday night, and then Sunday night, I don't know for sure. And the Lord showed me both meetings, and God gave me all this revelation. And, you know, people were healed. People were blessed. The Spirit of God moved. But what happened after that? Somebody got offended. Someone did not understand it. Persecution rose up. And they closed down the meeting. They quenched the revival. A church that had been on fire for God. God sent somebody they had touched. And yet they quenched the fire. So what did I do? I prayed. I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And God said, call this other minister. In the same city. And you know, he opened up too. And we felt so happy to have another opportunity to come with the fire of God. And I prayed and I fasted. And three days before that meeting, God showed me the whole meeting, practically the whole meeting. He showed me people, people's names, people's conditions, their diseases, and their needs. And one of the more dramatic revelations that I had was that while I was speaking, I saw this three days before, while I was speaking, somebody came in that was blind. And the Lord told me to minister to that blind person, like Jesus ministered in one of the occasions. He told me to call him forward, and he told me to ask the pastor to read the passage that Jesus, the way that Jesus ministered, because the word says, after all, in John 14, 12, Verily, verily, I said to he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall ye do also, and greater works than these shall ye do, because I go unto my Father. 
The works that I do, ye shall do also. So if Jesus did it, we shall do it also. Now this scripture was offensive though, to the flesh, to religion, to most people. And it was the scripture when Jesus, he ministered to the blind by spitting in his eyes. So I had a pastor read this scripture. He was so nervous. He didn't notice that he was speaking to a microphone stand and there was not even a mic on the stand. <laughs> but I did what the Lord told me and I spit in her eyes. And as I did, she began to see. You would think that this would cause an a avalanche of revival. But not only that, many other people, sugar diabetes, I remember, that were healed. There were many other revelations. And we had a wonderful meeting. But you know, what, what did they do with that meeting? They loved it, but it was too much for them. So they shut it down. They shut the revival down. See, every time God sends somebody with fire to revive a congregation, a church or a city or a state or a nation, then it's up to the people that God is sending this person to to facilitate what the Lord is doing, to receive it. And in this case, I said thank you, but no thank you. In other words, they appreciated some parts, but other parts were too much for them. But see, when God comes, we have to accept all of it. Now, I didn't say that I was perfect. Maybe I did things that were wrong. I don't know. I don't think so. But there were so many things that were from God. And we need to take a hold of that which is from God. And that's what you should have done. But they closed it down. And both churches closed me down. All that I had is fire in my heart. And I want to pour it out. I want to give because God had given me a revelation about healing. God had given me a revelation. He had given me released gifts of the Spirit in my life. I was able to see beforehand prophetically what was about to happen before the meeting happened. And people got faith through the words of knowledge to receive healings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm now sharing with you what, what revival is and how it comes and what we shall do with it. I will continue in the next program to talk about what revival is and when it comes what to do with it and how to foster it, how to keep it and how to make it grow. It's important for us to know because God is pouring out His Spirit in this last day over all flesh. In Jesus' name, until the next program, may God richly bless you, is my prayer. Amen.